Game on, good people. Welcome to Come On, It's Still Good. I am your host, E, and with me is your undefeated champ, Reagan. Greetings, program. We are also joined by his brother, the rebel, Ryan. Hello there. And, of course, their brother, Box Office Rob. Hey, hey. Together, we are Co is G, the only show on the internet where we break down retro movies to see if they still hold up, then put a stamp on them. Before we get to today's feature, stay calm. There is nothing wrong with your phone. Do not attempt to adjust the sound. This is merely a simulation. In a virtual world composed of ones and zeros, one such one will discover that he is not the one, but merely one of several ones. He will embark on a journey of self-discovery where he will seek the key to the source of the truth at the core of the matrix. There, the one will come to learn that everything that has an end has an abrupt cliffhanger midpoint. Come back next week for the epic conclusion to the trailer about the matrix 2, the matrixing. This week, we watched The Matrix Reloaded, uh, 2003's. 2003. Yes. Yeah both, yeah, yeah. yeah, both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the, the April offering, I think it was. But the, of course... Much, much hyped uh, Matrix Reloaded. Yeah, absolutely. I get oh, yeah. why this one exists in the world, because Matrix 1 is such a phenomenon. Yeah. Do you remember what they did for Reloaded? There was, like, this big launch event in um, Times Square, I believe. And then... They had all of these people uh, carry umbrellas to it, and then they bought time on all of the screens. You know, like how, how you can spend money to advertise on the screen. They bought out, like, all of them. And then everything started raining Matrix code on the screens, and then all these random people they had planted opened up their umbrellas, and the umbrellas had Matrix code on them. And it looked, it was like a big yeah. event, and it was a little, uh, uh, what is Flash it, ARG type of thing that they did yeah little marketing stunt so i thought that was kind of cool that's cool this movie's fine like we're 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 in for the ride at this point well we're so yeah all right let, let's let's start with some high points yeah let's yeah, start let's, with the stuff that we let's I mean, start with stuff that we like i love it how whenever you're in the matrix you dress like you're a vampire i love it <laughs> i don't love that I, I, love love it. I could not tell if this was a vampire movie or a matrix movie that stuff yeah. looked so cool back then or maybe I, it never did. I don't know, but did. I feel like no, people Trinity's thought that oh, looks really terrible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, people love that. Back Between this and the the, the Blade and Matrix, they just kept yeah. like leather jackets and business. Underworld. <laughs> yeah, like, big. I mean, there's yeah, there was, was a time. Lot. Dark City. It was a time, you know. You just put on Everessence yeah. and you just rocked out to it. It's like big leather <laughs> was just getting into everything. <laughs> <laughs> What's the leather store that's always going out of business in the mall? Wilson Leather. Wilson's. Wilson's. Yeah, Wilson was. <laughs> the gang spot there. They didn't yeah. have any of those store closing right. signs yeah. up yet. Right. They're always back, though. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's still an outlet. Oh no, it was closed. Floor. I was gonna say there was still an outlet at the beach, but it was closed this time oh, when we went back. It's not there. <laughs> they used to have a store in in Arundel Mills. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they're gonna make a comeback for Matrix Four. Right. Because I yeah. guarantee you still dress like a vampire when you go back yeah. into the Matrix. Apparently, you have to. Yeah. I mean, I would. I mean, why do vampires dress like? So I think it's so you can tell who other vampires are at night. You're like that guy's all in leather with sunglasses. That dude's got to be a vampire. So, uh, I'll go hang yeah. with him. I know it was the 90s, but those sunglasses are terrible, like all over the place. And and you wear them in the darkest of places. I mean, they never take <laughs> I, I got like, I got sunglasses that look very, very similar I, I mean, to Neo's. I was so into that, those yeah. sunglasses. <laughs> Did you get the ones with – there was no – like, no, like Morpheus? No, mine actually just, had the Sims. I didn't yeah. Yeah. Sims. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. the bridge of my nose. Right. Um, <laughs> those Morpheus glasses are fucking awesome. All right, so, yes, yeah. the look is not for everybody. But And the funny thing is it's like – they could really look however they want. That's, that's right. That's just yeah, how yeah. they want to look. And they all yeah. have, apparently, it's almost like a, a uniform code or something. When they all show up, they all just sort of look the same way. So it's what, but a lot of them were like, like they explained with uh, Trinity and a couple of the other characters from like the first movie, they were all hackers like Neo. Yeah. So it's not necessarily what is cool. It's what they say that like 
a hack like hacker subculture would, would think looked cool. So in that sense, I feel like I kind of get it. It makes sense also, to me. Also, in that lame city of Zion, they all wear like the same potato sack, just different well, color shirts. They put all their like, effort a into of the loom online store. frame t-shirt well, like they don't they don't they can't go to like the gap or something well i, I don't mean, know where they're getting those you don't think those... there's a gap at zion <laughs> there's no gap at zion. I, they no, definitely have gaps. this is not arundel mills mall <laughs> where are they getting those no, things that's that. human hair textile right right yeah. where else are they getting it? Yeah. hair shirts well, they're wearing hair yeah. shirts <laughs> what, what, what else are they making them of something mud there's a lot of mud all over well, zion so you're making during that orgy but explain the t-shirt the undershirt to me they've all got what we used to refer to as wife beaters which i'm sure is not the appropriate shirts a shirt. I said A shirt like okay, twelve times. Hear, no one seemed to be reacting to that because they didn't know. I thought you guys didn't know what they were. Uh, <laughs> I had to use the old, the old I know, term. You had to, you had to get the, the word no out there, there so I pay attention right to you. I get it. I get it. Where did they get those? Because those definitely no, look like a surplus little, of those. Yeah. Where, 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 yeah. They, they, when they when they first Zion came to built, Zion, there was a warehouse. <laughs> Right, a fruit of the loom warehouse right there that just happened to be loaded with those shirts. What if the yeah, Zion is located still... 500 miles directly underneath what would have been the last surviving fruit of the loom factory? I'm, I'm yeah. sure the robots keep a Walmart running at all times. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you could sneak in there. You just have to be pretend to be like Twiggy from a. No, there's like little rogue missions that they run. They go on supply runs to raid. <laughs> A Walmart, the Walmart just yeah. to get, uh, just to get these, A-frame, A-frame, A-shirts? A-frame, Is that what we A-style, yeah. A-style t-shirts? Yeah. I got those T's. White, white, one for three, two for five. Why? If they why put a leather the jacket in there, do you know how they'd freak out? Yeah. Why, are you saying the machines are wearing these clothes? They're no. making them. No, they're what making it for the people. Maybe that's a trap. They're like yeah, it's a trap. Another so layer of control. Another yeah. layer of control. Yeah. Exactly. They want them to feel You're like they're really top. free. We'll give you A shirts and a couple T shirts, and there's one leather jacket, like duster length leather jacket, and that guy will be king of Zion because right. he has a real leather jacket in that terrible world. So lots of people had problems with. Lots of the sequel. I think a lot of it was because of extremely hype um, expectations. It, Doing, you know, making it rain matrix code in New York is not going to help lower yeah. your expectations. People yeah. are going to be like, this is going to be the greatest thing I've ever seen. And Matrix 1 had the benefit of no expectations. Nobody yeah. knew what it was about. It came out of nowhere. It was a surprise hit. So here there's they set the bar so high. And then it starts off immediately with, uh, I mean, at the end of part one, Neo gets out of that phone booth and he supermans out of there. We see him able to dive into people like Agent Smith and make them explode. He can read the Matrix code. It seemed like they were setting it up so that they could, if the movie doesn't work, it ended and you just imagine what happens. But here it's almost like there is one thing that I will give it where, uh, I mean, people who complained that it's almost like that you show up and he's depowered a little bit. He doesn't seem as hardcore as he was at the end of the first movie because it would be too easy because... He was that way at the end of the first movie because they thought they might not get to make any more of them. Yeah, you don't think the system upgraded or, or changed no, how he, it he behaved? That yeah, yeah. The there, is, there is That's a little throwaway line happened. where yeah. he says that. It's just you still don't see him diving into agents but and making them explode. I, I feel like yes, people might have been point. disappointed about that, but it would have been extremely boring if he was just yeah. like cheat mode all the time. Correct, yeah. yeah. You know, so I'm glad I really that they, do, they, they did it because you're right. It is more interesting. It's just it, it seemed like he was he might have been a little bit, you know, depowered. That's all. Yeah, like you want to see the kung fu and shit. Right. Yes. I wish they'd never made him fly in the first one because every time he flies, it looks like hell. It, like, it, I, I just don't think it looks. You don't like, like how he like scrunches ah. down. No, the I wish effects... he could just take off. I don't I don't like how he has to like squat. Yeah, I, didn't I think like... that the effects, they were their what's it saying? that their reach exceeded their grasp. Yes. yes. They were reaching for the stars on this one. They, they really it. tried a lot of stuff. I liked a lot of the effects work in part one, the uh, the flow-mo that they did, mm-hmm. that technology yeah. that they came up with. They thought that they were improving on it because what they did in the first one was they would take still shots using this advanced camera rig, and then they would use a computer and computer-generated imagery to stitch those images together to make it look like they had filmed something and that's how you got that really crazy look where everything's moving in slow motion but the camera seems to be whipping around really fast right so that's how they did it in part one in part two they had more money more computers access to like giant rendering farms and they decided we're gonna take it to the next level and they got rid of the photography almost entirely everything in a lot of those shots is a hundred percent cgi and i don't think it works as well nope even (laughs) though it looked it didn't quite look real in the first movie. There was still something that was 
real about it and it's because they were actual photographs here every single frame of this stuff uh some of the sequences like when neo's flying like when he's like up in the sky like and then he dives down there's uh you know the the fight with all of the agents and it doesn't yeah. look great nope. yeah all of that they shot using like virtual cameras and it was completely cgi and then i think that that didn't do the movie any favors the choreography's cool i like the idea of what's happening i just don't think they had the technology to realize yeah. that you know, to to the to the degree that they they had wanted to, it still looks pretty good. It's just, I mean, you can tell. And then I I, I totally agree that it, it takes you out of it. And it, yeah. it wasn't as good as you know they could do now, for instance. And it didn't even look as good, honestly, as it did in the first movie. But the the lower, I shouldn't say the lower effect stuff, but like the fight he has with Smith, the Oracle's assistant, oh, what's Sarah? his name, Sarah. 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 Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Like a one on one fight. Like it looks two good. guys. And, oh, then, and one of them, Colin Chow, is the guy who played Sarah. He's a phenomenal martial artist. I could tell. I think that he does yeah. a lot in that fight scene to sell it to make Keanu Reeves look even more hardcore. Right. I mean, he's really do. It's like in wrestling where you're doing mm. more of the work, selling it as someone who's like losing the fight to make the other guy look better, look better. even though he's not. Doing much, yeah, he's really selling it. Yeah. That fight is great. I do. I totally agree with you. That fight is is awesome. And it's right. also all real. There's none of them are CG. Yeah. And the other thing that looked really good, which I know they rented out a space, was the 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 highway scene, which is a lot. Amazing. That was like awesome. They built like the that highway. Yeah. What? They built that highway. Yeah, they it was like look, a, they 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 built like something like two miles of that highway. So some of the background stuff is a virtual extension, but a lot of the stuff that you're seeing in the foreground that they're shooting happened on a highway that they completely built i mean they'd reset change cars around change directions cam- camera angles and all of that but a lot of that the reason it looks so good is like you're saying it's it's real it was really I mean. the yeah. real stuff looked better and every time it tried to be you know four thousand agents and keanu Reeves beaten agents with agents it just looked it looked bad rubbery yeah, yeah like the, the the mechs and the other stuff oh, it, the mechs it, looked- it, it looked it didn't look good at all but when they when they kind of went I back to their roots or more to their roots i mean even mixing in those um white dread ghost, ghost guys, guys that could, the ghost yeah, guys could just Twins, which yeah. uh, whatever i mean those guys hated them but it it, it, it um i like how they fight i i was enjoying their fights yeah, it's the like way they looked when they phased wasn't great, but yeah, I think I like the, the idea was cool. concept of them. I lo- yeah. I like them. I like their choreography. I like that stuff where they allude to all of the uh, paranormal werewolf, things that yeah, you might experience vampires, in your real life yeah. being weird rogue programs. But yeah, I really liked some of the choreography while we're talking about the twins, like when Morpheus sticks the blade through his seat into the ghost guy because he knows that the ghost guy is going to phase and the car's moving, so that means that he'll phase out of the car. I mean, he's not doing that to impale to him. He's him. doing yeah. that to get him to get out of the car. Him. Yeah. I really like that mm-hmm. choreography. Yeah. Okay. What happened to those guys? They got. They went away. They're still yeah, working with just... the Frenchman, as far as we yeah. know. Yeah, yeah the Frenchman right. laying to. You would like to buy a M burger. They might like show back Frenchman up. All. all right. Well, before they we break down this movie too much, we should probably should see some money and play a, a, a box office game at some point <laughs> because we've jumped right into the breakdown. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Show me the money. Show you the money. Show me the money. Show me the money. You, my motherfucker. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. <laughs> we do that. I mean, it's not we do. We're going to be showing any money. the money. I know. It made like $8, and it costs like $7 to me. Profit. I mean, he just told us they built a two-mile stretch of highway. <laughs> they, they had yeah. a little bit of money. Yeah. They yeah, threw so much money at the Wachowskis after the success of one. Yeah. It was kind of ridiculous. And they shot this stuff back to back. I know it's... I think I've I've actually heard in another uh, podcast about um, there are other podcasts there. Are, yeah. I, I mean, so. you, you, you'll never hear about it. Probably <laughs> it's, it's it's real. It's like a real indie thing. But uh, the cinematographer, Bill Pope, he was talking about how it was kind of a nightmare to shoot. But there were tensions were high. Or, there was oh, a lot oh, of shit. stuff happening. A lot, a lot of, of stuff pressure. had to be juggled. There was a lot of pressure, money. There's all sorts of stuff going on. He didn't have the best review about in retrospect about the time of shooting you know, part two and three but anyway box office game all right so what do you think it costs to make 200 million dollars no you can't do 200 million. <laughs> i just said that it's gotta be like okay i'll do 175 all right. 175 because Reagan did 200 million dollars, but it is up there. It's a lot of money. Rob, do you money. actually have a separate budget for the two movies? It, they didn't. It, did they separate it out? It's not like according to well on the numbers.com they do have it separated uh, out. I get. I, I, it's split like evenly between the two. Okay, so they had an uh, overall so budget. Spoiler for spoiler for <laughs> okay. Uh, 150 million. All for right. Part two. Oh, that's okay. All right. 
I, I, part three is 150 million dollars. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> that uh, it, this one's really 175. They just didn't do the split right, and that was I, I nailed it dead on. And the other one's a little bit cheaper. <laughs> that's just my feeling. 175, 125. That's uh, how yeah. one. This movie made uh, 325 million. Oh, I'm thinking. I honestly think it probably made more than that. Probably. Are we talking? Let's, let's, let's do it before I cheat. Is this worldwide or domestic? What are, what are we talking about? Well, we, let's do worldwide. Worldwide. Where? I think this probably did better in the world than it did in the United States. I'm thinking this thing made like $600 million. Well, all right. At this time, yeah. Titanic's probably the number one movie. No, it's not. Titanic's 97. This is 2003. Oh, you mean like oh, uh, all time. Of oh, all time. Oh, it's like, I was like, what are you? <laughs> yeah. No, Titanic <laughs> did not come. Yes. Okay. I was very confused. But it was like yes, you're right. Energy. And yeah, you're was, right. I think that was only around like 500, or I'm probably way off. I don't remember. I'm just saying. I'm going to keep. I'm, Reagan, I don't know if you know, but they had Times Square and they made it rain with guys with umbrellas before this came <laughs> they out. Did, it made they a did. lot of money. It that was in the budget. That's not, I don't know how many dollars that actually that, equals. That, that equates to $600 million okay. worldwide. I'm telling you, it made gazillions of dollars. I don't know why I act like an expert. I'm wrong every week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably wrong. You're going to be like, oh, it didn't make money. It made $110 million. Like, oh. And they still had to make another one yeah, to just keep mind. eating that shit sandwich. All right, Rob, what they make? All right, so this one made $738 million mm-hmm. worldwide. Yeah. All right. Apologies. Even more, even yeah, more apologies. I apologize. I thought it made. I apologize. <laughs> Wait, did you adjust that for inflation or de- de- devalue that for inflation? I, 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 I did not. <laughs> I do have the uh, inf- uh, domestic inflation, but I don't have worldwide. For some reason, they don't provide well, that. I remember did that it make more in Europe than – or did it make more worldwide? It's to my theory. I was going to say, you, you think it made more in it, Europe because of the Frenchmen? People were like, <laughs> yeah. we got to run it. Yeah, we got to run it. Yeah, it I made, it it made 281 rate. domestic, and you know the so, majority. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, see, my number. I was guessing off domestic numbers, yeah, obviously, and that's obvious. And it's um, obvious. Rob, you you probably saw it's way up there for rated R, right? As far as uh, like top rated oh, R, top R oh, box oh, office for rated R movies. Yeah. I mean, I, I just remember it's, it being it being huge. It was. Yeah. I mean, I know people freak out about the MCU stuff now, but The Matrix was kind of a big deal. Yeah. I watched it, dear. I watched. I watched. Did we watch it together? Maybe. I don't know, but I definitely I saw. Mean, it. Maybe I mean, it was the last time I've seen this one. But I, I went out. I was in part the three definitely I before I watched it. it this week. Yeah. I had not seen it since I watched it in the Regal Cinema. Yeah. I mean, I was part of that high train. I wanted to see it. I don't yeah. know if I saw it opening I weekend want, or anything, but I, I wanted to see it in theater. Yeah. I know he camped out with his his neo glasses. Yeah, he was totally dressed up. And he just kept, you know, doing bullet time with his butt. I had an umbrella with Matrix coat on yeah. it just in case yeah. it started raining. Yeah, yeah, oh, jars of red and blue pills. Now I really want to find one of those umbrellas on, like, eBay and just get it for you just so you can actually have it. Because I'm sure that there's one still float or someone's made one on Etsy. Like, I have three already, but sure, I'll take another one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, before we get to uh, more of the breakdown, you guys... I need to go to Red Alert and throw the shields up. Go <laughs> <laughs> commercial. We'll be back right after this. I do not see coincidence. I see providence. I see purpose. And biscuit right here. I, I knew what you were doing. <laughs> I, I think the Just world did. Stuff I don't you know if they cut out later. <laughs> I would never cut the Limp Biscuit stuff. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> that was the Undertaker's theme music for a hot minute. Really? Yeah, yeah. He was American. I mean, we're back from that break. We're, we're going to get all this Undertaker <laughs> talk in here. Uh, yeah, the, the Undertaker, he stopped being the dead man for a little bit, and he became the character Limp of... Biscuit? <laughs> he, no, he didn't become Limp Biscuit. He became the American badass, where he'd ride like a Harley. Yeah, he, he wore like a bandana. Well, I remember uh, him riding a bike, but I don't remember yeah, he him rode the, being a dead man. He was still technically the dead man. Okay, okay. But okay. they called him the American badass instead of the, you know, the dead guy. Why? A little it, behind the scenes, what some of the audience doesn't know point. is that this is like the fourth time you've brought this up, <laughs> and it will be the fourth Wait. time that it gets cut out. I don't remember if ever talking about the American talk Badass. About the if it and... stays in, that's the only reason people think it's the first time, because they're only hearing it for the first time now. Because <laughs> Wait, the I know. Times well, Undertaker talk before before out. you cut it out, point of order. We've talked about this American Badass character, yes, the Undertaker, at least yeah. twice. I at least twice. No, we have not. Yes, I would remember yes. this dumb conversation. In fact, I think we just did it like three weeks ago. No, and I I remember you talking about the Undertaker. I was like, he's like, is there anything you can lose? I was like. 
like, I talk about The Undertaker way too much. Yes, you talk about The Undertaker all the time, but I seriously <laughs> do not remember this American badass <laughs> character ever coming up. But okay, maybe it was out of context that I didn't catch yeah. on in my lack of wrestling it, knowledge. He also, I think, played Kid Rock a little bit. So it was like yeah. between Limp Bizkit's role and, and Kid Rock's American badass. Like, Sounds badass. Motorcycles was, and rolling. There's a lot of motorcycles and there's a lot rolling. On the him, try to get us to talk about. All right, he did go to the freeway chase, so I'm going to give him that bone. Because yeah. if this movie was two hours of just freeway chase shit, yes. oh my god, it'd be like one of the best movies of all time. Uh, it is one of my favorite chase sequences. It is so long, and it tells almost an entire separate story. It's almost like a short film. Love the soundtrack. I love how it starts off. It's first. It starts off with a couple of pretty cool shots, but then it doesn't really hit until they get on the highway, and it's. Well, it's, what is it? It's almost like a scene from Clueless, right? Where, like, you're never supposed to get on the highway. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Link is telling them, in in all of my years, you, you always he say said, to, to avoid this. It's a death it. trap. Yeah. It's suicide. And Morpheus says, you gotta hope I was wrong and we can do this. And they get on the highway. And I guess I can understand why. I mean, other than it being funny. On the highway, there's no alleyways. There's no right, yeah. parking garages. There's no easy the you agents know, spots know exactly where you can you hide. Are. They yeah. know exactly where you are. They there are no telephones. And you're surrounded no by all of these yeah. other cars. Exactly. So that's why it's a bad idea. So in canon, it works that way as why it's a, such a dangerous idea. But yes, so you've got all the characters. They're in the car initially. They're being chased by the ghost twins yeah. and then a yeah. third faction of the agents, right? The upgraded agents. So you've got the stages set. Were you bummed out that Walt Longmire didn't come back to be an agent in the second movie? Not as much movie. as I imagine you were. Oh, I'm so bummed out. I was like, how awesome would it be if he was just back now that I know he was an agent in the first one? Right. He was He was good. Him and the other agent, I, I guess, simply... Are deleted, I guess? No, no. I mean, like, oh, I think they were hired life. in that script. They didn't really have that much action to mm -hmm. do. For this movie, I think they hired more stunt-oriented people. And the guy who plays the, the main upgraded agent, uh, he's been in, like... Bloodsport 2, 3, 4, Kickboxer 7, 8, 9. Yeah. I mean, he's... So he he's, does the real movies. I yeah, he's been in a ton of action, and he's a fantastic martial artist and stunt performer. He, uh, you've seen him... I think you've seen him get killed in uh, John Wick as well. So he's worked with What's Chad Stahelski and a lot of the same people who've done stunt work with the Matrix movies and whatnot. And if I'm remembering correctly, he was a character in the old Mortal Kombat TV show, too. I think he was one of the main characters. The the, the web series or the actual show? There was, like, an actual TV show. And okay. I, I, I want to say it came on right before WCW Nitro. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah now I'm talking here. Yeah, yeah, 1998 yeah. to 1999. Fight Zero? Oh, I thought you meant there you go. Yeah. Nitro. And I was like, that was, that was on for much was, longer than... He was on for 22 episodes. It was quite... Quite, uh, quite the run there. Well, quite um, the run. His name again? Because I'm drawing a blank. Daniel Bernard. Bernard? Yeah, yeah, Daniel Bernard. Daniel Bernard, okay. Bernhardt, that's right. Okay, apologies. Uh, but yeah, I've liked him in everything he's been in, and he was he was good as an agent. Yeah, so yeah, you don't get but, you don't get Longmire back, but, but you, now you that, get now agents who can do some actual martial arts. Yeah, Longmire God, can't do that. I've watched all five seasons of Long or six seasons. <laughs> Longmire, of Longmire can't do that. There's you're, not much you're not getting that. All right, no? okay. Walt's fights aren't that good. Okay, he's in that Altered Carbon show that Rob tried to get me to watch for. Dude, Longmire is this no. this guy. Uh, oh, Bert, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I watched like one and a half seasons of that show. He probably plays one of the. He was the guy who trained Takeshi. Was, yeah, 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 I was like, I think I recognize him now. I mean, season no, one was really good. I thought season two was bad. So what other what other bits and gags do you? I mean, there's so much. They do everything. They've got a fight inside the car. There's car wrecks. They on, they're fighting on top of the trucks. Morpheus does the uh, samurai standoff and fights a car with a katana, and it's mm -hmm. it's awesome. Uh, the, the, the epic music, everything's in slow motion. He looks super cool doing that, by the way. Yeah, he looks great. Yeah, I mean, it's straight out of, like, a Kurosawa movie or something where he is using the katana on somebody in horseback, except he's doing it to an Escalade. Yeah. 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 Looked awesome. It looked very cool. And then Trinity's on the motorcycle. I don't remember the stunt performer, but obviously a lot of the cars were digital in that mm -hmm. sequence, but that stunt performer was still going extremely fast, and there were a lot of cars. They just added more. I was going to say, they trashed, like, didn't they? I read trivia or something, they trashed. It was hundreds of cars. Hundreds, so hundreds cars. of cars. Yeah, it was like GM or somebody donated, or I don't know if donated, but gave 300, 200, 300, something like that cars, and they were all trashed by the end. Like, right. So, when, yeah. so when even with the digital edition, it was still a lot of real sure. 
that that one that scene when you see Agent Bernhardt jump off of the one car onto uh, Morpheus and Trinity and the Keymaker's car. In the background, you just see cars flipping, yes. colliding, oh, there's yeah, glass yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of that stuff was real. That looked super cool. That whole sequence with him on on there, how he's fighting them but needs the keymaker, the twins want the keymaker back, and then what Morpheus and Trinity are trying to accomplish. They end up sort of using each other as cover in certain spots, and I like the choreography of all of that. I, it, I can't even imagine how complex it was to film all of that and put that all together it's fantastic it's i can't i love the. i love all of the scene <laughs> the whole the best thing. part of the movie yeah the it's great i would have i would have preferred it been a short movie <laughs> like just just that portion like a short just that yeah. just like it yeah, opens just that. like get the key maker get to the highway no not the highway <laughs> and then it's credits well okay they could have put a little bit more in the front and the end <laughs> but i didn't need the whole personally me i don't need the whole neo trinity love story at all you can take you don't that see and, their super close-up mouth kissing no, or they're. It, it, this is the one where they have the the, the orgy. These, yeah, well, they have the orgy. I don't need the orgy Zion. I don't need Zion at all, honestly. You could take that Agreed. out of the whole thing. Agreed. Zion and I would not. not care a bit. Uh-huh. I, and I didn't need the quiet storm scene with Neo and Trinity either. Like, was the quiet storm? Is that what it was? <laughs> From uh, Ice Pirates. Yeah. Ice Pirates. <laughs> like, I don't remember. You know, like, they get back it's to their room and we have storm, this. Just so it's passion storm. storm. Yeah, passion yes. storm. Thank you. Sorry. Like, come on. <laughs> as soon as you mentioned quiet storm, I was like, oh, yes. Okay. I was like, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. But then Rob said Ice Pirates. I was like, oh, they're talking about check passion out, Check out our, our back catalog, Ice Pirates, and you'll yeah. know how I felt about the passion storm then. And they try to recreate it. Similar and all that. Yeah, I never see need to see Neo thrusting. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. Ever in my entire life. No. But did what did you like? I remember the orgy. I mentioned it in the in our reveal where I was like, I'm pretty sure there's an orgy. I did not remember Morpheus getting up in front of everybody and was like, "Fuck so loud that you (laughs) freaked the machines out." You know, that's what you gathered from the speech. Oh, that's what he was yelling. He's like, I want I want to feel how hard everybody is in this room. <laughs> oh, when, when they flash to their feet and it's just wet. Why is everything wet? Yes. I, I thought, yuck. Another 90s movie thing where they just feel like they have to put some weird rave in everything. Like every culture wants to have just like, just Dirty, well, it's sweaty how you rape. connect to the youth, right? I, the youth of 2003, we were all just rubbing up on each other, just so getting gross. the mud everywhere. Mm. You know, I also, it's not the strongest scene in the movie, but I mean, <laughs> You're I, into it. I, I, get, I get what they're get, getting at and what they're going for. Inside the Matrix, everything is, uh, it's just clean and crisp mm-hmm. and it's surgical and There's it's orgies in the matrix no but i'm saying like the look of everything <laughs> but they're even clean. at the club everything's like disinfected <laughs> it's all eyes wide shut inside the matrix you know what i mean but once you get into zion everything's organic and dirty and grungy uh, uh-huh. I-, I get what they were going for I-, I will say that it probably didn't need to need to be an hour long because that's yeah, what oh, that's the, that's the, it yeah, it's really long and i was like man somebody's got already bust, like, let's is get out long. Of here. i actually thought that i mean i didn't i didn't really i didn't pick up exactly what you thought morpheus was putting down <laughs> you watch that scene we, again I'll, I'll watch it again and i'll see if i'm getting if i take have the exact same takeaway <laughs> that you did i <laughs> thought the speech was perfectly good i thought it was a good speech but the scene could have just made, ended there and then let's home. say they start dancing that's fine too but they start dancing and they intercut Grinding, between yeah. a love scene and then everything is in slow motion. Everything is wet. Yeah. Right. So There's okay. Like all kinds of breasts and everything yeah. being flashed yeah. around. Like, but like everybody's wearing hell? mesh, and once you get a mesh shirt a little bit wet, a nipple's <laughs> gonna poke out. Everybody, that's like, that's mesh shirt one hundred and one. Everyone why are knows these that. nipples here. <laughs> Who ordered yeah. this? Also, I didn't remember so many nipples in this movie. Right. I was like, aren't we fighting robots from the future? Like, we blacked out the sun. And, yes, yeah. What a terrible idea that? that is. Can we get, well, they <laughs> ran the solar. We're like, fuck them, fuck the sun. You ain't going to get shit right. from us. We didn't so, know they were going to use us as battery. Right. Well, like, you know, checkmate. They got us. Speaking of Zion and speaking of the machines and all of that, did you guys watch the Animatrix stuff? Like, how yes. into all of this stuff did you did you get when this was coming out because i got so into the world of the matrix the lore all of that stuff i was like reading 
like in the encyclopedia of the Matrix, like the art book. No, no fan, fan fiction. He was creating it. No, uh-huh. fan it's just all Morpheus yelling at you before you do stuff. I, I have like 25 episodes of an unproduced podcast about <laughs> the Matrix and fan fiction. It was before podcasting was even a thing. I He's go got it over his bed. Morpheus with his arms wide, with, and you can see all his little black like portholes and everything yeah. just right <laughs> above his bed. So there was, uh, there was, there were games. Of course, I played through the games, and then I, I watched the Animatrix. Did you guys at least check out the Animatrix to get filled in on some of that backstory about yeah. uh, the machines and why? Is that what you sent us, or is the Animatrix longer than what the clip you sent us? More. Clip you sent was a part of. Part it was of just it? a part of it. Yeah, I was hoping okay. to follow I've that along. Yeah, that I went deep dive into um, everything I could kind okay. of find. Well, yeah, yeah. On, yeah. I mean, second. you don't get a lot of that in the movie, but they yeah, were just trying to protect themselves. It seemed interesting. Yeah, not it, interesting enough for me to click on another video, though. It's not like Skynet, where out of a completely misaligned uh, attempt at protecting the planet, it, Skynet decides to like nuke everybody. It yeah, Ultron. Off, it's or it's yeah, or Ultron. It starts off with the machines trying to protect themselves. They want to be recognized as being sentient beings and. They want rights. And they We're want not going to allow that shit. Not on our watch. Yeah. And then, like you said, we end up blocking out the sun and then they end up building the Matrix and all of that. But I, I found all of that really interesting. I, I liked a lot of the animation stuff. Some of it I think you would like. It's not all anime style, but it's, I, I, it's definitely I worth enjoy it. that. I'm just kind of lazy. Before Resurrections like... comes out, I think it's worth looking into. There are several bits and pieces of it that are very interesting. There's also some characters that are are more fully fleshed out. I mean, uh, there was another solid complaint about Reloaded, which is that some characters come in out of nowhere and it seems like there's they're more involved in the story at large, but they don't spend any time with them. In the game and in the Animatrix stuff, you find out more about it fleshes them out. Yeah. yeah, Niobe's character about oh, your yeah, her whole crew character. basically like or Ghost and her especially in, in yeah. the Matrix are like Enter the Matrix. There's an entire I mean, you're game. the main characters in that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, about about them and then uh, the kid who everybody found annoying but he was one of the first kids to like self actualize himself out of the matrix like he he wasn't he wasn't brought out of the matrix or pulled out he he like used his mind to leave the matrix and they thought he oh. might be one of the the exiles and he might need to see the oracle and mm-hmm. stuff like that so when you're they have a few lines of dialogue but it's like that thing that they're doing now with the MCU Assemble. you know where there are all of these other threads there's characters who came in from other shows and other properties and in order to really understand everything every little piece of dialogue and all of that th- there's a lot of stuff that you need to absorb so if you want to do all of that 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 material's out there for you I, I like that about the Matrix movies because that's one of the first times where I feel like they had done anything like that across all of the different types of media comic books games animation movies and they threw all of it together I, I always thought that was it was a little bit ahead of its time clunky parts of it were definitely clunky but sure sure i mean are you gonna be mad if matrix 4 yeah goes back and like that video game shit's nothing doesn't matter anything that's I, not movie like do like a, a star wars thing where if it's not movies or television before a certain when, point it doesn't might, count. i think we might talk more about that when we get into the third movie and where it ends and all of that Mm. So we might save that for for, okay. for that one. But from what I know about what happens after the third movie, we'll get into it then. There's a bunch of really interesting ways that it could go, and it seems like I, I, I from what I've seen, from what I've seen in the trailers and whatnot, I think they're taking it kind of meta, and it's almost like in this new Matrix movie, the previous ones exist as video games or maybe even as the movies but mm. as if they were a story being told to other people in the matrix something like that that's the vibe oh, okay. i'm getting so I'm maybe not sure. neo's not really a god or jesus yeah, or whatever exactly. he's just know. a guy whose story's been told really well yeah uh, either way okay. i i trust the direction that they're going with it and it's one of the um one of those reboots that I'm most excited for. It's it, it's happened a lot lately, right? I mean, we could just rattle them off. Like with Halloween, they bring back the old cast, and it's yeah. set a certain amount of years later, and everybody looks the appropriate age. They're they're doing that with Top Gun. That's another one that's that's mm-hmm. coming back. It's it's set exactly the amount of time after we the, the saw first it. yeah the first Tom Cruise looks that much older and, and did Val Kilmer get into that one? I don't know if he's in it. Yeah, I just know with his condition. Right, his right. surgery and I stuff. I hope he is, at least in some way. Yeah, yeah. And I, it would not... I would be really bummed out if he wasn't. But I know he's also self-conscious about his voice and everything. Yeah. So, but he's his wingman now. So he's got to be there. Time, right. Yeah, exactly. All right, so um, before the chase... At the end. Before the chase, there was the Chateau fight. Did you guys like like that? Not much CG oh, yeah. there. I but thought that, that was kind of integrated between the fights. Yeah, it was kind of cross-cut between some of it. 
So, that whole sequence, that that's like a good 30-minute chunk of the movie. Yeah. Which yeah. I think was really well done. Highlight of the movie for sure. Wish there was more of that and less of mm-hmm. um, the origin. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no origin. So, I mean, that's what it was. But the Chateau fight was really, really well choreographed. I mean, Keanu Reeves must have trained like crazy what? for that. He didn't just do the martial. Not, not that it's, it wasn't impressive what he did in the first movie. But here, he's picking up size. He's picking up like um, sticks, doing stick fighting. He's picking up a broadsword. He's got, he's doing the martial arts, the footwork, the punching, the kicking, all of the wire work, and. It looks like he learned how to use all of those weapons with a good amount of proficiency. So that was great. Yeah. I've I've watched all of his, like, John Wick training videos as, Uh like... So I imagine this is where he picked up, you know, that type of preparation. Training ethic for for doing physical roles like that. Yeah. Yeah. Although maybe he had it all the way back to, like, Point Break or Speed. But I can't remember him doing anything remotely close to that. Maybe in Parenthood. Who knows? Yeah, Parenthood. He's racing he's scene. Yeah, he's yeah. racing scene. All right, so yeah, probably an, another highlight that we, we can discuss. I'm sure, I mean, you're not going to be as jazzed about it, but the other big sequence that's in all of the marketing and people talk about is what's referred to as the Burly Brawl, at least in all of the documentaries. And that, that's how they referred to it internally, but it's the 1 versus 100 Neo versus Agent Smith fight. Oh, yeah. I didn't hate it. It's fine. It fits for I like what the idea of it. Yeah, I like the mm-hmm. idea a lot. It's just, we were talking about the effects earlier. I don't think yeah. they had all of the effects and the technology and the techniques in place to pull it off exactly the way that they had yeah. hoped that it would go. Some of the face replacement on the background, Agent Smith's, a little bit wonky. A yeah. little bit, they have some weird mushy faces going on here and there. I thought it looked bad. took me out of it. Really oh, did. really? It's, I yeah. just ignored it. I just said, oh, that looks a little weird. And then just was like, let's watch this fight. Like, because unfortunately, even the stuff where... It's clearly a Keanu Reeves and uh, Hugo Weaving fighting. There's still all sorts of digital stuff in the background, and it's not just blue screened in. I mean, they actually looks like they superimposed CG models of Hugo yeah. Weaving's face well, and head on some yeah. other people. Yeah, so yeah. I, I can see what Ryan's saying. I mean, it, it, it wasn't done the way that it would be done now. There are other scenes where there's several Agent Smiths when they're not fighting and stuff like that, and it looks good and convincing it's just here they didn't quite stick that landing i guess i wasn't paying attention to the background yeah. smiths as much like i noticed the wonkiness when like keanu would like do some weird flying move or you know or spin yeah. or whatever but i the agent the multiple agents really didn't bother me at all like i i guess i, I wasn't paying attention to their sure. faces that closely yeah. you know? the one thing that really if i remember correctly he hits like a pole or a light like he, he does like he a rips spinning. a pole out of the ground. Yeah, yeah, and he's doing like a spinning kick thing on a bunch of guys. And I'm like, yes. oh, that doesn't look great right now. Yeah, but I get like those curly like. Exactly, exactly. That puts it on a whole other level. You play that. Rocks into it now. He's like, yeah. Give me all three stooges. Neo versus 100 stooges. I like the concept of it. I like the idea of it. I like that Agent Smith being freed from his original programming. Oh, first off, Agent Smith is a great villain. I I really like him as a villain. I like everything Hugo Weaving's doing with him. Uh, I I like the concept of him having been blown apart, refusing to go back to the source, back to the machine world, and wanting to chase down Neo because now that he's been freed from it, it's become personal. I like the... I like the concept of the character and how he's come back. I w- honestly wish there was uh, less Zion and more Agent Smith in yeah. in the movie. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that could have been an improvement. I would have preferred to see him like ripping things down in the Matrix and the Matrix not being able to stop him. Right. I mean, they get there in three, but it just yeah. sort of happens. Right. It just, seemingly just happens that. overnight. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. They don't actually show him uh, becoming more of uh, taking over more and more of the Matrix. By the time Neo comes back to it later, he's yeah. just already taken over. Well, that, that is one of my complaints about this. I was like, why are we not in the Matrix more? The Matrix is so cool and fun. And then they, by the time I made that complaint, they went right back to the Matrix. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I just think like the orgy, even though, you know, our boy uh, Michael yes. is in this movie. We haven't talked about him enough. Or yes. Augustus or whatever you want to call it. Wait, whatever What's his call. name from the edge? Harold Perrineau. Yeah. 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 How about his name? <laughs> was his name Michael? And, no, it wasn't. It was something like that. It was, it yeah, was Michael looked, was lost. Augustus yeah, no, but was Oz. And it was then, another pretty common Christopher. Yeah. Oh, in, uh, no, in the no. edge. Charles is... I know it's Charles. Hopkins. We know who yeah. Charles is. But it, they're not going to have a Christopher and a Charles. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was something I was... I want to wow. say it's a pretty standard it's name. like John. Yeah, it, it was. It was a pretty standard name. It was Stephen. 
Steven. <laughs> Steven's my name. That's right. But, you know, he's piloting again, just like in uh, 28 weeks later. 28 weeks, yeah. Yeah. All over this podcast. He's great. He's may have been in the, the the actor that's been the most of our, you know, without without <laughs> having here too. He's been sneaky in the co is G. Without having a holiday named after him, he's yeah. been in probably the most movies. Harold like, <laughs> <laughs> Perrineau's patron uh, patron saint of season two. Yeah, season movie. one was like Bokeem Woodbine, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, he's fantastic in this movie. You, you meet his wife. Yeah. Apparently, you know, doesn't want him on, you know, Morpheus's ship. Worked out poorly for her brothers. That's why. So it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's um, just the one guy, you know, betrayed them. That's all. That had nothing to do with Morpheus. I had a guy wanted to eat steak all the time. I get that. Juicy. And delicious. Well, they all—I mean, there are also people who I think we might have brought this up a while back, but there are people who think that Morpheus is crazy because not everybody yeah. believes that Neo is right. this uh, messiah character, but, this chosen one. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, they watch that happen in the Matrix, him stop the bullets and everything. They're like, oh, he is the one. They don't record that shit. Even if they did, it's like some people are just saying, okay, so oh, he can do that in the Matrix, oh, or. Right. Yeah, it's just can. not as impressive to them, and they're just saying, like, this guy is still not some chosen savior who's going to end the war. I mean, yeah, he can do some cool he stuff in the agents. Matrix. No one has killed an agent. Yeah. That he just killed, sense. like, three of them. Like, there are clearly this... plenty of people who do believe. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, they're all waiting kid, for them outside uh, the elevator and all that. Yeah. But people like Locke and a couple of other members of the council don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, they yeah it's the bureaucracy and yeah I, I'm, I do I'm glad like we that. can be destroyed by you know an artificial intelligence and robots right. I do but like we're how still he, just not they believing like make him like the captain of a ship or something Morpheus yeah. still the captain of the ship Neo's still on the crew he's got these abilities but they don't he has power but they haven't given him more responsibility in the society at large of Zion right. I, I like how that played out oh, okay. also the ships in the first movie I thought they said their only defense was the EMP right. Um, oh, they're made no. like the most effective one of the most. Oh, I, I didn't. I thought they said they didn't have guns because there's one where they're all locked in in the first movie. They're all jacked in or whatever. Right. And they have to get out really quick before they set the EMP off. And, right. I think it's because they didn't want to have to fight like 500. 500. Okay. Quids, you know. I mean, if it's well, just one or two, or if also, you absolutely like, have to. Yeah. Maybe not every every ship is different. Like maybe more maybe the Nebuchadnezzar doesn't have guns. Doesn't have okay. But the That's hammer nice. is loaded with guns. Yeah, right, you right. know or whatever you know. Maybe it's more, yeah. yeah because that one's a gunship and the Logos yeah, okay. was smaller and more nimble. It was a faster ship too. There, right. there, maybe there were different classes. I'll take it. All right. You skags, but I was just like, where'd these guns come from? Which are cool and coming super handy when you're. Oh yeah, especially in the next one. Yeah, you need them. So oh, there was one spot in the chateau fight. Uh, I mean, not in the chateau fight. In the chase sequence, you know when uh, Morpheus falls off of the top of the truck when he's fighting Agent Bernhardt, mm-hmm. yeah. and then Niobe and Ghost in the car catch him. There's a yeah. whole section in the game that leads up to that. Yeah. So it would appear to you that they are coming from nowhere, but if you played the game, you had to play through some hardcore shit to get to that spot to catch. Oh, Morpheus so you get on the high. That sounds awesome. That was a really cool game. It's like yeah, there was. Some, Rose and Kranz and Guildenstern are dead, but, you know, for them, like, you're they're doing so much just to get to those little sections that are in the movie. Right, <laughs> to, to pop up in the in the movie proper. All right, so... I love little tie-ins like that to video games, to the actual properties. Let's... I mean, I think we've, we've talked about all of the main points except for the end. Let's get to the thing that I think... Were we in the TV room? For a lot of people, derails the movie, and it's basically like the end of the movie. This is the part where it's just such an exposition dump. And if you're not oh, yeah, yeah. into it and you don't you're not into this this part of so I, I feel like it was more successfully done in the first Matrix movie, right? There's a lot of philosophy in the first Matrix movie, but it's like more organically interwoven into the dialogue and what people are saying and doing here. It's it's just like there are sections which I will admit feel like lectures. Ergo concordantly vis a vis Amadula. And I think a lot of people, it, it just, like the it. action comes to a grinding halt because it's just watching Colonel Sanders talk for like 10 minutes. Yeah. But th- there's a bunch of Neos on TVs behind him. Right. And they're, they're all having different reactions and giving the finger. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, that's yeah. a question I had. So there's, he's like the sixth one, yeah, the sixth is, version of the one. Zion Why do the, the other ones look right. like him? I don't think the other be... ones look like him. I think that that's the I architect. I think that's just what his brain can process. I think that's what the architect oh, okay. is saying these are all of the options of what you're going to do and you're such a, a foregone conclusion i've already put like analyze everything you're going to do and i've 
Uh. put all of that stuff on these screens. And it's like, you know, as he's talking to him and all of his responses, the camera keeps zooming into one of them until you forget to the final end one. It's like you are just seeing all of the different choose your own adventure uh. options that got you to the final one. But it was all predictable by the architect. So that's it's almost like a flex. Like, it's a power move. He's like, you're this predictable. I have, these are every, all of the options of what you could possibly do and say. And I've simulated it all. Or at least that's what, uh, what I'm getting from it. Yeah. Oh, th- th- this is when Trinity gets, like, tummy shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Gets you guys t- not she gets a tummy shot. Gets I don't usually shot. call it a tummy shot, yeah. but sure. Yeah. Does that give you the rumbly tummy too? Um, what happens? Right. So, so what what's happening inside the the matrix with with the architect, right, is that he's being given a choice, and it's that you can either save everybody or you can save Trinity, and you don't have any other options. What Neo's doing is saying that, like, and the architect is actually kind of right in this part. He's saying no matter what you do. You can't save her. She is going to die. And she actually does get shot and she does die. I mean, the architect can see that she's fighting an agent and knows that that's that's also a foregone conclusion that he can read. He's simulating all of these numbers and the the equations in his head. And he's like, she can't win this. But Neo's not just choosing to save her. He's saying, I don't like either of your two options. And he does like the the Captain America thing or the Superman thing, which is, you know, we don't trade lives and I will figure out a way to do both. I'm going to save her and I'm going to save Zion. And so he leaves, but the architect's right. She does die, but he is able to revive her inside the matrix. Yeah. He puts his hand in her tummy and he gets that bullet <laughs> right. out. Because she got, she got a tummy shot. Yeah. yeah. She got tummy shot. Yeah. You know, it happens. <laughs> I can't so, wait until the next person gets shot in the stomach. So I can refer to it. No matter what. Tummy. Tummy. Yeah. From now on a tummy. <laughs> I'll be like, Man, you remember when uh, Henry Jones Sr. gets tummy shot in, in The Last Crusade? It's sad. Um, so or Tim Roth and Reservoir Dogs? Yeah. Oh, he gets <laughs> tummy <laughs> shot super bad. Well, that's a really bad tummy shot. You're hurt. You're hurt real fucking bad. But you ain't dying. That's a bad tummy shot. You know, say the fucking word. So did you like the twist, at least, where you find out that this is going to be the sixth time that Zion's destroyed? That all of it, the prophecy, all of that stuff is technically a lie made up by the machines, and it's a system of control. Do you did you like all of that? Because I mean, I, I did. I thought it was interesting. I did not. It's definitely interesting. It's a way to go. It's. I was like, oh. Uh, uh, I mean, I was. 2003. Me. They were going to say that there was another layer to the Matrix. And then nothing from the previous movies made like actually happened. I'm glad they didn't go that route. There were a lot yeah. of people who were at that point in time when the movie was coming out predicting that, oh, there's another layer and they're not actually outside of the Matrix. There's a Matrix in the Matrix. I- I'm glad they didn't do that. I like this idea because it's even like in the first movie, uh, Morpheus is saying that he, uh, there was a, a, a guy who could uh, manipulate the Matrix and he was the one who freed the first of us and yada yada. And there's this like uh, myth and legend about him. I mean, he's talking about the previous Neo. He's talking Neo, about Neo number yeah. five. And I like how you didn't nobody realized where they were because they did the thing where when once Neo comes out of the Matrix, he realizes, oh, it's not the year I thought it was. And everything's yeah. a lie. It's happening again to you, the audience, and to everyone in Zion. They're realizing it's not the right year, and what they were led to believe was was a lie. I I like the twist, but I can also understand why some people would have a problem with it. Yeah, I like the twist. Uh, I think the first time I saw it, I maybe didn't like it as much, but the more I've watched it over the years, I've I liked it. I think I've, I've I don't know if I've come to accept it or I just like it more and more the more I think about it. I definitely I, like know. it more now over the years. Um, <laughs> it's it's one of the. <sighs> the uh, all of the lecturing and all of that the philosophy and the the exposition dumps i like them more now than i did before when i wanted to see just more action i mean it's not that i'm saying that the movie is like the deepest thing ever and it's just all of this thought-provoking stuff it's just not really stitched together well and it just kind of hits you but i'm more of a patient movie watcher now and i think that a lot of that stuff's grown on me i mean i like what they're getting at and how the machines really can't even wrap their head around choice and it's just about things being inevitable and an equation and everything having to to sort out and i mean the architect thinks that what neo is doing is crazy He's saying that it makes no sense. You're risking everything. I'm guaranteeing you that Zion's going to die. And instead of being able to save 28 people and restart the resistance, you're going to kill everybody. And, uh, he, you know, that doesn't make any sense to him, but it makes sense to, to Neo. And he, he can't choose other any other way. But that's also interesting because it's almost like Neo doesn't have a choice. I mean, he's saying he's choosing to do this, but it's almost like, mm-hmm. he, you know, what I mean, he's, he's in a situation where he can't just let 
Trinity die. So he also doesn't have a choice. I, I found all of that um, interesting as, as the years went on. But I'm, I'm definitely more a fan of it now than I was when I first watched it. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely more of a fan now. I still really don't like it, but no. it is what it is at this point. Sure. Like going, you know, watching. And you time. can still enjoy the crazy car yeah. chase sequence. Yeah. 2003 me really didn't like it. and was like, oh, sure. this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not my Zion or whatever you want to, you know, put in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, that pretty much. Wraps oh, there's up the one point. other thing <clears throat> at the end of that movie. So she, he saves Trinity. Yeah. Right. And then I forgot. Yeah. It, it he, ends in the real world stops those Sentinels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But this is also the farthest that any version of Neo has ever gone. Yes. Because up to this point, every previous iteration of not, I mean, not necessarily Neo, but the one or the hero who saves uh, the day and finds out about all of this ends up looking at the two choices and saying, okay, I have to save humanity. I go back to the source. And then they find 20 some odd people or however many men and however many women. They restart the resistance after it's completely wiped out. They get a fresh supply of Fruit of the Loom A shirts, <laughs> and then they—that's why the Walmart's there. They they restart uh, Zion. So, but this is the first time that somebody's walked through the other door. So all yeah. bets are off. Nobody knows what's going to happen. It's going to go bonkers. And then this is the first time that uh, you've seen somebody be able to take their power outside of the Matrix, which is because nobody's gotten past this level before. Essentially, it's right. like it's like a video game that keeps resetting and resetting. And this time, somebody chose a different path and leveled up. Slightly farther. And the, this is the one. Th- this movie ends with the the ships being EMP'd, and there's one survivor. It's yeah. the guy who tried to. to Bane. It's because of Bane. The Shank Neo. Right, but earlier we saw him get taken over by an Agent Smith. We forgot yeah. to mention that. Yeah. And yeah. then in this. The same way that Neo is able to now level has leveled up and is able to use his powers outside of the Matrix, Agent Smith in this iteration has also leveled up and is able to extend his consciousness outside of the Matrix after duplicating himself. And then he takes over Bane, who once you start seeing him in the next movie, well, even in parts here, he does an amazing Hugo Weaving impression. Oh, it's yeah. so <laughs> good. Just it's like Agent so, Smith. The next movie is so good. Yeah, he it's, does a great job a, there. It's a great impression, and it still takes like Neo, way too he has long no to idea. Right. Yeah. Yeah. come on i'm doing a great impression here he's even <laughs> calling you mr anderson <laughs> yeah. for sakes. like one person in this franchise has called you mr anderson and that's it it's agent smith end of list yeah. but i guess it's so mind-boggling so did you mind the uh cliffhanger love the cliffhanger okay yeah, yeah. i thought it was a pretty love effective it. cliffhanger uh, yeah. it still wrapped stuff up the nebuchadnezzar explodes but you know they're safe they got out and then the camera pans up and you see that it's Bane, but you know it's Agent Smith, and yeah. they're uh, they're back to back. Oh, I was really hoping a bunch of it different, since there are so many copies of Agent Smith that pretty much he could take over anyone who entered the Matrix. And I would have liked to see like a big fight in Zion of like different actors, but they're all technically Agent Smith. Sure, they're all just you know that impression. You could just hire a bunch of stunt people, right? And and have cool fights. Right. And I guess if you know the Kung Fu in the Matrix. Do you know Kung Fu outside of the Matrix? Like, does Neo know? Neo knows a little bit of it. He knows, yeah. Because you see him in the next movie. Yeah, he fights. All right. So I didn't know if they had, like, actual Kung Fu classes. Or once it's in your brain in the Matrix, it's in. It's just in your, it's just knowledge you have. I think it's knowledge they have. They might not have the... Yeah, like, they might not have a a helicopter. That's true. But, like, if you learn to fly a helicopter. Right. Inside the Matrix. You would know know how to fly fly a helicopter outside the Matrix. There are just no helicopter. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, that all makes sense. Our math adds up. Yeah. But I think we got it. So uh, let's take a quick little break. We'll be back with a game right after this. No, the Dieu ne put un bordel de merde de saloperie de connard dans qu'il est à mer. C'est Jack wiping your ass with silk. I love it. We're rolling, rolling, rolling. I mean, we're back from that break. Don't dare try to talk about The Undertaker again. Because there's just going to be more for you to cut out. Who who started doing it? Doing what? Rolling, rolling, rolling? He started referencing. Oh, Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could do I'm just letting Fred Durst does. I can start talking about Fred Durst instead of The Undertaker, but when I hear that music, I think of Taker on the mic. Just letting you know that we're recording because he can't see it. That's all. That's it. I wasn't trying to key it under. You need to find. You need to find another clue that doesn't, you know, click into wrestling. Okay, I'll find. I'll come next time we cut in. I'll I'll find something else to say. Say like Bang Bang or something, and I'll start talking about Cactus Jack. All right, but we're back, and it's time for a game. What is the game this week? Is it a pop quiz? Yeah. Pop quiz, Hot Shot. Yeah, I heard you, Hot Shot. What? I said, Hot Shot. Okay, today we are playing a Keanu Reeves-based 
pop quiz that we are calling it's basically true or false but we're gonna dress it up we're gonna jazz it up a little bit and we are calling it Keanu or Keon woe so Whoa. it's either a Keanu <laughs> and it's gonna be false or Keon woe you're gonna be stunned that the factoid I'm giving you is true. Yeah, team game or however you guys want to do it. Let's just uh, go over some of these very interesting factoids. If you guys haven't, we'll hit that game show music. And here we go. Keanu Reeves' middle name is Dick. Whoa. No, I Dick. It, it, <laughs> you know, no. I, I mean, maybe it's like, like it's Richard. Is it, are you saying it's, are you it's just it? Dick? Like that's his, on the certificate it says Dick? No, no. Saying, you know, Richard. Oh. Richard. Yeah, yeah, whoa. Oh, yeah, whoa is fine. That's fine. Okay, it is a Keanu. No. It's actually Chuck because no. his middle name is Charles. <laughs> it is Keanu Charles Reeves. Norris Reeves. So, Chuck Keanu, <laughs> his uh, his name comes from Hawaiian and means cool breeze. Whoa, whoa. That I've heard. <gasps> yeah, that I've is correct. That it, the, full, the full translation is actually, it means cool breeze over the mountains. Right, mountain of Chuck. <laughs> Keanu, Keanu Chuck Reeves, right. right. Absolutely. Okay. Here's the next one. Michael Myers has over 150 kills across his movies. Jason Voorhees has around 140. John Wick has them beat with around 200 kills in the John Wick series. True or false? At all. Uh, it's a much higher number. Yeah, it's a no. It's a much higher number than 200. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure he kills just 131 guys in like the last John Wick movie alone. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm back. You guys are correct. He has more than the two of them combined. Yeah. His kill count is actually around 300, and he's still going because yeah. that only gets us through Chapter Three, Parabellum. Uh, there's going to be more, obviously. Yeah. I seriously doubt he just becomes a pacifist in yeah. John Wick. That would well, be a totally different movie. Yeah, he don't mess all, around. It's he's, all just knee shots. I think he's like, gonna give. I mean, there's gonna be some headshots. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, gonna be some tummy shots too. <laughs> he's definitely gonna stick a knife in somebody's tummy at some point. Maybe right. a pencil. All right. Next one. In while shooting Bram Stoker's Dracula, Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder got married Whoa. in real life. Whoa. 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 That Whoa. was on their press junket for Destination Wedding. <gasps> okay. It, according Which to is a Francis... fantastic movie. You should check it out. Okay. Put it in the bag. <laughs> according to Francis Ford Coppola and Winona Ryder, they say it's true. Now, they did shoot for a master shot the entire ceremony, and they did everything with a real priest. It's not legally binding, though. So it's a little bit of a gray area, but yeah. Well, I think I think Keanu has come out of that in the eyes of God. Right. Something, yeah, like, he's something to that effect, right? Yeah. So what, they just so, didn't get a marriage license? Is that what yeah. we're saying? Is, yeah, 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 they, they didn't sign a piece of paper. They didn't they do anything. They said the word. They said all your words. If push came to shove and their love was true, one of them could open up their hand and oh, a flame oh, I flame. like where you're going. I like where you're going. <laughs> if, <laughs> if they had to fight. <laughs> into it. If they had to fight a giant <laughs> alien you know, I'm just saying that. Oh, yeah. In I mean, the eyes if of... you think if I'm if I'm gonna renew my vows with Miss Undefeated Champion, if there's not gonna be some way to hold fire in my hand, <laughs> you're out of your mind. I'm so like, behind this. Let's yeah. not do the ceremony. If you can't hold fire during it, it's not worth it. Come just make it like an air Instagram air blower with like cellophane coming out. Yeah, yeah, some, something. I need to be able to hold flame <laughs> at some right. point and give the speech from crawl. Absolutely. Okay, here's a little bit on The Matrix. So, Keanu Reeves suffered a spinal cord injury and had to deal with partial paralysis in his extremities during the shooting of The Matrix. Well, I feel like I heard. Right, that is I feel also like I would have heard that. I'm I, waiting I'm waiting for him to be like, oh, it's not The Matrix, it's Matrix Reloaded. And I'll be right. like, fuck you, that counts. I'm going to say no, just because it's like, maybe it's not partial paralysis or something. It was complete? Yeah, no, just, you know. And that's like, why you don't see him doing as much, like, kicking in some of these movies. Um... I think it's. I think he actually had to have a couple of uh, vertebrae uh, fused, fused together. Yeah. yeah. So. Was it from the wire work or something in like, the training? I don't oh, remember okay, exactly. Okay. I didn't it know was. if it was like an actual like on-set accident. I believe it was just during the training. But during a lot of the uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, you see him doing the behind-the-scenes interviews and things like that, and doing some of the training, and he's wearing a neck brace. Okay. Uh, next up, he only takes on roles where his name is John. No. I mean, no. Bill and Ted. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't believe it. No, okay. No, it's not true. It's not true at all. But there's... It's is Mr. Close. Anderson's first name John? Is he no, John it's Anderson? Not. It's okay. not even in, in the Matrix. But <laughs> it is weird. He played a John, John in Utah. Constantine, Generation yeah. Um, Point Break, Johnny Mnemonic, John Wick, a TV series where he guess, is guessing called Rain. He played a character named John in Bram Stoker's Dracula, a character named Don John in another movie. And in the cyberpunk game, he plays a character named Johnny Silverhand. So it's pretty close. Uh, he's also played a sure. Joey, Jack, Julian, and Jesse. So a little weird coincidence. That's mm -hmm. okay. Keanu or Keon Woe. He was only cast in The Matrix after Will Smith passed on the role. Yep. Whoa. See? Whoa, yeah! 
that is it's will smith's like he said like it's like his biggest regret in film like that he turned down the matrix and it is true he decided oh, what did he to, to do what do you remember oh yeah Hitch? Hitch? No? No. no 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 wild no, wild no, no. oh sorry oh damn it god that sucks <laughs> Like, that's <laughs> a bad beat, man. That's a bad yeah. beat. That's for Nasus right missed there. out on the Matrix and did Wild Wild West instead. That is a Keon woe. That is a true fact. Oh, boy. I mean, Will Smith's doing fine for himself. No, we're not shedding any tears for Will Smith. Yeah. I mean, he did. He had Just saying, it was a funny twist of fate. That's all. Yeah. All right, next up. Keanu has acted in over 100 movies, produced more than 10, but Whoa. directed none. Uh, no. no? I, I, so, uh, yeah. True, I don't know. Do you think it would have hurt if he directed? It is a He has yeah, directed wow. one film. It is a martial arts film, and it was called Man of Tai Chi. And the main character was one of the stunt performers and one of the people who trained him in the Matrix exactly. movies named Tiger movie. Chen. And I think most recently you would probably, well, we just saw him in Reloaded. So he's the guy dressed in white with the shades that uh, gets killed with the giant. Oh, I, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know That's Tiger exact Chen. Guy. He's an amazing martial artist. And then most recently in John Wick Chapter Three, he's the one that gets the in the beginning knife fight. He's the one that gets the knife slowly pushed through his eye. Oh, his yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. and he gave him a really good kill shot because they're kind of buddies, you know. They, yeah, they're friends. Directed him. You want to kill your friend in the best way when they're yeah, that's a good movie. one. Yeah. I, I said that and you remembered exactly who it was. Yeah, I knew so exactly who that, yeah. that is Tiger Chen. Okay, here we're gonna go into some numbers territory. Okay, lowest rated movie of Keanu Reeves on Rotten Tomatoes is rated at a three percent. Wow. True, false. True. It's it's that one where he clones a kid. He clones oh. his kid. <laughs> It is not. The oh. worst movie, it's not certified, but it is currently at a zero, and it is called Generation Um. Uh, it's not even that old, but uh, it did not do too well. People have not been that kind uh, when reviewing that movie. All right, now let's take it in the opposite direction. Keanu Reeves' highest rated Rotten Tomato score movie is sitting at a 99% certified fresh. I mean, John the Matrix. Wick? The Matrix. I want to say it's the Matrix, but I want John Wick instead. Everyone loves John Wick. Yeah. Well, do you think it's 99%? No, it should be. Like, they're all fantastic. All right. It is not 99%. His highest rated movie is 97%, but it's not any one that you mentioned. Do you want to take another stab at it? Yeah. All right. So it's not It's not the Wick. It's at 97%. It's not, it's not Point Break. It's not Parenthood. It should Constantine. be. Point Break it's, should, it's, should be 97%. It's, not, it's definitely not, it's not Constantine. Speed. All right, you ready? Yeah. It is. It's. It's gonna be an easy one that, to overlook, but then you're gonna look back and be like, oh, obviously. Destination Toy Story Four. Oh, Toy Story Four. He was yeah. Duke Kaboom. Yes, I Canada. And Toy Story Four. That movie. Thought about that, but for some reason I didn't think that'd be 97. 97 percent certified. Okay. I need to watch it. Not that it. it's not good, but uh, I thought it wouldn't be that. All right, here's another um, big uh, number one, okay? We're going into box office Rob territory. So, Keanu or Keanu Wo, across all of his movies, he has grossed a domestic total for his movies of $800 million. No, well, yeah. it's more. Yeah, it's more. Well, it's more. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. The Matrix and The Wicks alone have got to be a well, ton of dough. Yeah, yeah but they've yeah, they got to be a ton of dough okay. for those, those six movies. His domestic gross is 1.6 billion dollars mm -hmm. just domestically movies oh. that he's been in now we're gonna take kick it up what do you think is the worldwide total of his movies he's in 1.6 billion oh stab throw, throw a number out there 3.7 billion dollars 2.8 billion dollars ryan's on it 3.8 billion dollars his worldwide total is 3.8 billion he's pretty rich okay he's doing okay yeah, he's doing fine and last one keanu cool breeze over the mountains reeves owns a painting it's actually a self-portrait that ages in his stead and if he ever looked at it uh, he would melt like in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. Keanu. Whoa, 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 that is the yeah. truth fact. <laughs> excellent work guys. Um, yes, excellent. <laughs> Excellent work. No, I really, I really want a, a painting done of Keanu, but like an old Keanu that I can have in my house. Yeah. Like if Keanu ever sees it, he'll age, but he'll never see it. I won't let him look at it. Old pictures of people that people have found. They're like, it looks just like Keanu Reeves. Yeah, this yeah. is from 1894. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know it's not the same thing, but. All right, guys, that was Keanu or Keanu. Uh, thanks for playing, and the winner is you. They're all winners. Roll credits. The good guys win. Sequels, sequels are, are made. made. Make sure to stay until after the credits for a bonus scene and check the show notes for links, trailers, and clips about the matrices.
Rob, where can the good people find us? We are CoSG Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, and the internet at large. Download our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, The Matrix, and Stitcher. If you have any movies you'd kill for us to rewatch, leave a note. I want to thank my brothers Rob and Ryan and our producer E. Special thanks to our social media team and all of our supporters. Thank you good people for listening, liking, subscribing, and reviewing. You guys are the best. If you're new to the show, be good people and leave us a review. It fuels Zion. Can I have orgies? And if you want to be great people, put our show on a friend's phone. You can do it. You are the one. It's all inevitable. Inconceivable. Sorry, that's not what that reminded me of. Not inconceivable. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I thought of when I saw that. Anyways, go ahead, sorry. For the good guys, this is your undefeated champion. And as we always say on the CoSG, welcome to the party, pal. Machines!